0: Saturday, May 6th, Let's Play Hurdle. Go to letsplayhurdle.com and tell your friends, Hurdle lives. Today's song is I Kissed a Girl by Katy Perry. Okay, so there's a lot to talk about with this song and Katy Perry, because this was her first single gotta be in the Billions Club. Let's just go check. I'm pretty sure it is. Let's look at Katie Perry. Where is I Kissed a Girl? No, it's not. I guess they were still selling a lot of CDs at that time. It's only got 679 million only, but yeah, because this was 2006 or something, so they were still selling CDs. Okay, so... And doing digital downloads and stuff like that. Not all streaming and Spotify wasn't huge. So, okay. Katy Perry is interesting. I saw Katy Perry as Katie Hudson, spelled differently too, as a Christian artist opening for Bebo Norman in like, I was at Baylor, so it was like 2000 or 2001, somewhere in there, probably 2001. So she was a Christian artist and signed to a Christian label and then made the move to go pop. And she really is a very talented, good singer, good songwriter, could play guitar, but they couldn't find a home for her. They could not get her to click. She was on Columbia Records for a while, and um, or not actually, Columbia's maybe where she ended up. She was somewhere else big for a while, started recording an album, working with some big producers and writers, and they didn't like where it was going, and it got dropped. So kind of really frustrating, lose a lot of momentum. Then she got signed by Columbia because I know Jason Flom was involved at some point and he was running Columbia and now he's a board member and does a lot with the Innocence Project. Um, Good dude there. And he signed her. And this song was her first song to come out. Now, Katy Perry, in the meantime, so let's say from like 2002 to 2006, again, they were just trying to find a home for her. They knew they had a talent, but they couldn't figure it out. So we've talked before about the producing group, The Matrix, which was a husband and wife originally, and then one other guy. They came to America to make it trying to push the wife as the lead of the band, and they would write songs for her. That did not work. But in the meantime, they started writing songs for other people, and they wrote Complicated, Skater Boy, and one other one on the Avril Lavigne Debut album, and then they blew up, and now they're writing for everybody. Well, they still wanted to now, now that they're super famous because of Avril Lavigne, they decided to release an album or make an album as the band The Matrix. And yes, the movies were already out. I guess when you're too famous at that point to <laughs> to take advice, hey, maybe this is a bad idea. So. They ended up using Katy Perry as the lead singer of The Matrix on that album. So now she's a part of that band. They recorded all this stuff, and luckily that one didn't come out and make a big stink because this single jumped in front of it, and now Katy Perry's famous. They didn't want to release The Matrix stuff. They finally did, and nobody cared. Nobody listened to it. Nobody knew it was Katy Perry, it was just confusing, and then The Matrix just went back to writing songs for people. But they tried to make her the lead singer of The Matrix. There is video out there that I have seen, and I will post a still or something in my stories. She performed with P.O.D. in like 2006 on The Tonight Show, I think. She's a backup singer for P.O.D. on Maybe Jay Leno or something? I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, she's now backing up other artists. Like, again, they're like, man, this girl can sing. She's talented. But everything we've tried and other record labels have dropped her. And she used to be a Christian artist. and You know, it's just... She's trying to change from this like guitar playing folksy Christian Jewel kind of vibe to she wants to be bubblegum pop. And it just wasn't working. The song she released before this song was called You're So Gay. Why? Or You Are So Gay. And it didn't do that well either. But at the time, 2007 ish, that was kind of still very controversial and it bombed. So. She had this song for a long time. She had this idea and this theme and the melody for I Kissed a Girl. Um, One, there was already a famous song by Joel Sobel in 95-ish. Yeah, I was a sophomore. 95, That was called I Kissed a Girl. So there was always that, like, oh, it's the same name. You know, do we name it something else? I don't know. Do we change the words? You know, again, it's just like, man, the stuff with Katy Perry is not working. Three of the biggest writer-producers on the planet worked on this song. So first, our buddy Max Martin was involved. Swedish um, producer, writer, who's won Songwriter of the Year a million times because he has more number one hits than anyone else on the planet, including George Martin, who produced all the Beatles stuff. I mean, Max Martin is the most successful writer, producer of the planet. So you got Max Martin on it. Then there's a girl. I can never think of her name. Catherine something. Dang it. I think that's wrong. But she wrote, can't get you out of my head. She wrote Toxic for Britney Spears. Like Again, she's written number one hits. She helped write this song or helped tweak it at some point. Then Dr. Luke came in and finished the song and also produced it. Now, again, we could talk about Dr. Luke because that's a whole episode in itself. So I'm kind of waiting if we ever get a Kesha song, we'll tackle the Dr. Luke drama. But he produced this. And this is Dr. Luke at his peak doing this Katy Perry stuff. This song went to number one. So the record label did not want to release it. They thought it was controversial. And the last time she tried to release a song like this called You're So Gay, it bombed. And it wasn't working. She was dating the lead singer of Jim Class Heroes at the time, which is what a lot of this album, or maybe it's the album after this, the second album is all about him. Travis, Travi, Travi McCoy, something like that. Well, what he was doing, because Gym Class Heroes was out touring, she sent him a demo of this song, and he was playing it to the house crowd for Gym Class Heroes before they went on. So, like, he was playing that demo to the crowd. And when she went to go see him live, he showed her. And first, she was really mad, like, you can't be playing this song. You know, you can't be leaking my stuff. And then he was like, I just wanted you to see. And the crowd was like all dancing and reacting and, and singing along to it by the end. So that also helped prove like, hey, we might be on to something with this song. This song might be the one to crack through for old Katy Perry. And it was. Went to number one, nominated for Grammys. She's been nominated over 10 times maybe close to 15 or something, but she's never won a Grammy. But this is what started Katy Perry's career. And it finally, now she's off and running and, you know, the rest of the story. So it's a lot of complicated, interesting, you know, definitely not an overnight success when this song came out. She had put in close to 10 years of being with record labels and big record labels in L.A., both Christian and secular and pop and Columbia and all these others. Performing with The Matrix, performing with P.O.D. And it just took a long time and some of the biggest writers and songwriters and I mean producers on the planet to like craft some singles for that first album to get her going. Okay. I'm wearing my Rusted Root shirt today in honor of Rusted Root. We need Rusted Root on Hurdle. You guys remember them? Oh man, so good and so weird perfect for me. All right, guys, don't forget, let's play hurdle.com. Tell your friends we are still alive and playing. See you tomorrow. You can play hurdle every day at let's play hurdle.com, And you can watch us here live on Instagram at let's play hurdle.